Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Podcast Strikes Back. My name is George and you're listening to the weekly movie show with the boys Connor. Hello. And Benny. Hello. Guys, we're here. It's Monday. We're going to talk movies. Standard practice. We got you back. Tons of trailers this week. New Comic Con's going off. Also got a few other things to discuss. And also we saw Venom this week, so definitely go check out our review for that. But other than Venom, what else did we watch? We're going your way, Benny? Sure. Tell us. Um, Tell us, old friend. I I had a fantastic double this week. I saw uh, American Psycho on the big screen, 35mm film. Um, How's that? You bastard. Terrific. I wish that, I'd seen that. That movie is so funny. How many um, times have you seen it? Half a dozen. Okay. But um, it's just, it's always a pleasure to revisit. That's, that's like, that for me is the... Uh, Christian Bale movie, like he gives such a wild performance in that movie. Have you seen him in um, the new? Tra- We're no, I don't know if this is a trailer that we talked about last week, no. but the um, Vice, Vice, yeah. Did you see him in that? No, I saw the pictures though. Oh, looks great! Yeah, it looks amazing. Shit. Yeah. Talk about taking that to the next level. Um, the so- only trailer we're not covering this week. <laughs> yeah, I know. It, <laughs> it didn't, well, it didn't <laughs> make the top one hundred. <laughs> yeah. so we can bring it in now. Um, so, but and watching that movie again really made me think that I think Christian Bale would have been legitimately a better joker than he was a batman yeah um, I, there's there's a definite through line there yeah like it would have been different than what we've seen before but he's just fucking insane in that movie just cackling i love the ambiguity of that film totally yeah like you can it. really you can set your minds to watch it in two very distinct ways mm. or, or even three you can go he's he's this way or he's that way or mm, it's something else completely yeah and it, yeah it doesn't really give you any any help mm. deciding yeah. Um, and I was watching it with some first timers, and it's great introducing new people to that movie because no one ever has any idea what to expect. Yeah, cool. I think just word association. I've, people I've just never more seen like it. Hitchcock's. Oh, just for real? Like yeah. Oh Fuck, man. man, you have you to check lived. it out. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's very cool. It's, it's one of those movies scene? that it's one of those movies that I know I need to check out, but like it's not going anywhere. So. You'll you'll get a lot out of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, business card scene, massive highlight, classic, all time classic. And uh, Jared Leto, yeah, his final scene, yeah, <laughs> terrific. Everything so about it is so good. So yeah. good. So Jared Leto, fucking slimy. Um, and I also saw, along that same note, uh, American Animals, finally. Oh, oh. what do you think? Oh. It's now it's fucking terrible. I don't know what's wrong with you. Yeah, yeah fuck off, mate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was terrific. It was terrific. It was really um, so interesting the way that I'd, I'd kind of heard little hints about this, but the way it just breaks format and has uh, real talking head interviews with mm. the actual um, guys who planned the heist. Yeah. Um, and they're so well integrated in the film to the point where they actually appear in the film in certain parts and there's just this really interesting kind of reminded me in, in of like adaptation with Nick Cage and the way it's just bending reality. You don't and, know. Yeah. Yeah. They're sort of interacting in some scenes yeah, yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just completely. He's remembering it from the cast, um, the conversation happening in the car. The other guy's remembering it from the deck. Yeah. It seamlessly yeah, there's, there's integrates. It's like, a really interesting Rashomon, like the difference of memory yeah. and reality. Yeah. It, it's interesting that what, people seem to bring up most in that film is is the format and that kind of almost wall-breaking um, gimmick, I suppose. But when I think about it, all I think about is anxiety because it's been a while since a, a movie elicited that kind of response from me. Just watching that when, when it really amps up uh, during the heist, mm. um, I, I felt like I felt tense, like genuinely tense, not just kind of like a, I'm watching a tense film tense. Um yeah, I, yeah. I, I totally agree. I was very invested in the characters and where they were at. Yeah, I, yeah. me too. There was a little, um, given that the actual people are in the movie, it limits the options of where the story can go. 
in a lot of ways, but that's not to say that it wasn't just fascinating from yeah. start to finish. Um, yeah, no, I'm really glad you enjoyed that, that, man. Because yeah. I, I saw that, I've seen that twice now, and mm. I really vouch for that movie. Mm. And I, a hundred percent, go watch that dude's um, documentary, doc, his first film, mm-hmm. um, The Imposter. Yeah. Shit. Wacky stuff. Shit. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. It's film. cool seeing a drama like this come from a documentary filmmaker and it, it really, it's a really different kind of movie. I hope, uh, I really hope that guy, I, I'm intrigued to what, as what he does next because mm. I think there's a lot of potential for, you know, him expanding into other genres. And in, in this, this market where, you know, true crime documentaries are so popular, there's a really interesting way he could go making these kind of things because the whole hook of this movie is this isn't based on a true story this is a true is story, a true story like, yeah. this is the real thing yeah and i think i don't i haven't looked up how close it actually is um but i like to imagine that they really tried to hew to the actual story because that's the biggest it, yeah bullshit with true story movies where you look it up it's like nothing like it's like the only reason i really enjoyed it was because i was like oh my god i can't believe this is real yeah i'm talking about you i'll go fuck you <laughs> i'll go, <laughs> I'll go fuck, fuck yourself, yourself. yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, George, cool. You want to go next? Uh, I watched. I've watched the first seven episodes of Maniac, which is mm. uh, the Emma Stone, Jonah Hill, Kari Fukunaga directed uh, sci-fi Netflix series. Really, really enjoying this. Uh, it's kind of if I was describing it in a nutshell, it's kind of almost like Wes Anderson mixed with Inception. Mm-hmm. Um, it's meant to be very kind of weird. It's in a atypical, good way. Yeah. Um, but. The dark comedy aspects is very, very entertaining. Like they have some really fantastic, really fantastic jokes in here. And, uh, it just does, it feels very different. I'm interested to see where this goes. I've heard rumblings of that it doesn't quite wrap up. Mm. I, I'm, I'm not sure if that's 100% true, but I'm interested to see how it all wraps up because there's a lot in here. Yeah. There's many different threads. There's many different things going on. Uh, but, Overall, really enjoying it. Speaking of Netflix, have either of you seen Big Mouth? What's that one again? I've seen some of that the first Nick season. Crawl animated series about puberty. Uh, no. Mm. Nick Crawl, he kind of weirds me out. <laughs> He's a weird dude. Yeah. Uh, the uh, second season just dropped out. I haven't seen it yet, which is why I asked. Um, the first season was spectacular, though. Um, I'd highly suggest you get onto that because okay. it's, it's, a, it's a, a weird sort of humor. Mm. Um. I'll tell you one thing that's interesting about Maniac is how versatile Kerry Fukunaga is. Mm. Uh, I haven't seen a lot of his work other than True Detective, but he went, he was going to go and do it. And so I sort of saw him in this sort of horror thriller light. But here he's in a lot of different, he's got his hands in a lot of different genres of different pies. So uh, very, very, very um, interested to see where he goes next. He's doing Bond. So hopefully he adds something cool to that. Mm. And uh, the final thing I wanted to say with this one is the retro-futuristic aspect of this. It's very well handled. It's got this really retro 80s, 8-bit kind of vibe, but dealing with much more advanced tech and some also like kind of like antiquated tech. It's very cool world building. It's got a very interesting vibe. Uh, yeah, so uh, as I said, interested, interested to see how it wraps up. Wraps up. Are you guys going to watch this? I'll wait to see yep. your thoughts on the whole lot, probably. Because um, if if it stumbles at the finish line, I don't know if I want to sit through mm. the whole thing. Yep, yep. How about you, Connor? What have you been watching? Um, did I I talked about Iron Fist last week, didn't I? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Well, weren't you just about to launch into it? I think you're like halfway through. Okay, so I I hadn't finished it. All right, so I finished Iron Fist two, uh, season two. Um, I 
I think it's 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 almost a given, but I enjoyed this season far, far, far better than the the first. Um, it was far more coherent. The acting was so much better. I loved the focus on Culling Wing and Misty Knight. Um, they took it in a way that I um I, I liked. You know, I'm not raving about it, but it, it wasn't a bad way to go. Um, I thought that they've set it up interestingly for the next season. Um, in fact, I'm actually quite excited for the next season. The last scene is a bit weird, um, if not just downright goofy, but um, but it oddly, it's kind of lent into the the just the corny nature of or the corny kind of I don't even know how to call it, but it's just corny. It's corny. Um, but yeah, overall enjoyable, and it 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 set me up nicely for Daredevil season three. I think it's going to be really good. You're all good um, to go now. I'm all good to You're go. All I'm all, set all up. caught up. And and to be honest, I've really enjoyed the last three seasons of um of the Marvel Netflix series. So it's a worthwhile endeavor. Yeah, it is actually. I think everything since Punisher, or sorry, everything after um uh, Defenders has been really on point. And I just think that they've suffered from. Um, pretty lackluster marketing and and um, overexposure, maybe a little bit, maybe overexposure. Sounds like uh, MCU phase two. Yeah, yeah. Getting their but, ducks more in a row again. Uh, yeah, look, I just I think it's well worth jumping on and 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 perhaps forming your own opinions about it. Um, don't I don't do want to. I don't want to say that you're going to <laughs> enjoy it, but I definitely did. Good to hear. Um, I won't be watching that though. Yeah, fair call. <laughs> I also watched an old favorite of mine, which is the A Team. It's just a chuck on film. Believe Mason one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Who's, who did that one again? The guy who did um, the the Liam Neeson Wolf movie, Into the Gray. Or I, the gen- gray. I have no idea who yeah, directed it. Yeah. Let's look him up. He That's was, one of those movies. He was movies. going to do um, Daredevil for a long time. He was attached to that. Well, while you look that up. Joe oh, Carnahan. There we go. I um, It's just a, that is kind of the pinnacle of an enjoyable film. Um, it's ridiculous. It's absurd. Um, it's, you know, as I said, goofy. Vickers um, is so weird in that movie. Oh, he's funny, but his accent is—it's all over the spot. Vickers. He, he very clearly switches to a um, you know a South African accent at one point. Mm. Um, I think he even speaks Swahili at some point. <laughs> okay. um, it's just like there's no explanation to it, and it's so convoluted. It's great. And that was, that Liam was the, Neeson's accent as well is fucking awesome. Oh, that movie, man, it's, it's so like, weird. All the accents are all over the place, and and again, none of it makes sense. It's so ridiculous. That was peak Vickers time, wasn't mm. it? District yeah. Nine had just come out. That had made waves, and it was like, okay, this guy, we've got to figure out how this guy's going to work. They didn't figure it out. No, they didn't. Uh, <laughs> Which is, I always thought he was gets a, the occasional no. sort of B-movie role. Yeah, I, I thought we thought that was a massive shame. Um, there was a really interesting thriller kind of horror film that he did, God, it had been a couple of years after that probably, um, where he does like a, just a straight-up American accent. Um, and it, I actually really enjoyed that film. I wish I could remember what it was called. We should We should chuck that on and check it out. All right, let's... Have a look to see. Shelter, Mr. Research Man. Yeah. I, I was like, what's his name again? Okay, we're three layers deep. Mm. Okay, Shalto Copley. And what year did it come out? Christ, I don't even know. So we've got Elysium, Europa Report, Open Grave. Open Grave. Open That's Grave. It. Okay. I remember Post apocalyptic zombie. Yeah. Ah, okay. I think I remember this. 
I, mean, it, it, I don't think it got any like airtime. It didn't get much advertising. Yeah, something that it I didn't even make a million bucks at the box. Oh office. yeah, yeah, it wouldn't have. Four hundred eighty-nine thousand. Something I found brutal on like this kind of must have been like the zombie films coming out this year kind of list, um, and it was a, a suggestion worthwhile. From memory, yeah. Okay. I, I, I have fond memories of it. It's, 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 it's I'm, I'm adjusting the expectations <laughs> accordingly. Yeah, now that, now that the possibility we might actually watch it is coming <laughs> up. <laughs> <laughs> to play in my mind, but, oh, you know, it's fun. <laughs> no, I'd actually be, I'd be interested in, um, in revisiting that because I, I remember really enjoying that. You, you good there, George? Oh, we're well, so good. good. <laughs> have, so have, good. We, have we had Terrific. visuals this entire time? Yeah, yeah. Oh, this whole we're going time. well. So sweet. Yeah. Here we are. <sighs> Hello, everyone out <laughs> there. <laughs> All right, is it time for the news? It's time for the news. It's news's time. News times. <clears throat> you didn't sing it that time, Colin. I only sing the trailers. Uh, trailer. <laughs> Let's move on swiftly. Uh, number one, Venom is out, and it has topped the weekend box office with the highest October opening weekend on record. Um, all signs were kind of pointing to this on the lead-up, despite the, the troubled production and the tepid reaction to the trailers. Um, it was just tracking very well. Well, I mean, the the first um, Venom trailer racked up some kind of record-breaking amount of views. Yeah, and everyone hated the shit out of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, we can get into what we thought of the film in our review, which is out now, so go check that out. But um, it, it, does it surprise either of you? It might have surprised me a couple months ago. Um, but no, after just what I've been hearing... I'm not surprised at all. And and love it or hate it, it has been so widely talked about that I guess this was always going to be a big release. Yeah. Interesting time of year to release Venom as well. Uh, upon sort of thinking about it, October, you know, it's not generally, it's not a summer blockbuster season. It's not superhero time. That's why it sounds good when you can say biggest opening October weekend record without thinking about it too much. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, good good job to the sunk. Yep, on you. Sony universe of Marvel characters. Solid financial start to their, well their done. endeavor. Mm. Yeah. I'm sure they're happy with that. Yeah, I mean, not much more to say other than... Do you think that it'll drop off? Do you think this will be a trend, like one of the highest grossing films of the year? Are we thinking... I don't think it'll have we'll too make... many legs because the reviews generally... Pretty um, average? Pretty terrible, and they, they kind of sink uh, the longevity of a and, film's box office yeah. sometimes. Yeah, and this one, um, yeah, I just don't think it's going to have much legs. Okay, so it, budget it, it, budget was a hundred to hundred eighteen million, and box office right now it's sitting at two hundred five. It's pretty nice and cheap. Yeah, that's well, that's a solid return on investment. I'll be honest, there. it looks like a movie that had about a hundred million dollar budget. <laughs> yeah, we can get into that in the uh, <laughs> review. Uh, I, I, interestingly, as well, a Star Wars Born performs really strong. So mm. this whole weekend, it's the Lady was, Gaga, uh, yeah, Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. So overall, quite a strong weekend at the box office. Well, they're very good counter programming. Very much yeah. so. Not too many people, other than like me, who'd want to watch both. I, want, I wonder <laughs> if there was anything to it that um, beyond just the movie in itself about the weekend. Yeah, yeah. I no, couldn't. It say rained it. a lot Poss- in Sydney. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the Conor McGregor fight was yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all all two hundred million of its box office was made in Sydney. So yeah, yeah, that definitely stands for a reason. Um, I went and saw it on like Sunday at nine thirty, and it was fucking packed. So that might that might okay. check out. Yeah, well, Sunday evening. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um. Next up, we'll get back to Venom later. Writer Jonathan Kasdan confirms that George Lucas will have no involvement with Indiana Jones Five. So I saw this. How much? Did he direct four? 
Yeah. Was he? No, did Spielberg. He, Spiel, Spielberg. He wrote it yeah. and produced it, and Spielberg directed it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, we all we all are on the same page with Indiana Four, right? Loved it. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly oh, what I was referring Pin- to. Pinnacle of the series. <laughs> the swinging monkeys. Well, is it sure. you that doesn't like the series in general? Yeah, I, I say no. accusingly. So. <laughs> <laughs> Is it true? <laughs> I haven't heard it on record. Um, yeah, no, I have no particular love for the Indiana Jones. I'm franchise. with you, man. Never grew up with it. I'm exactly really? the same. Yeah, yeah. I'm exactly. I, the I same. watched them as an adult uh, on in the cinema. I, I think I went to a triple screening. Actually, I only watched the first one because I'm like, okay, I recently I rewatched the first one and, and just and absolutely loved it. You mentioned, yeah, the yeah. first one is. I've seen them all. The first one's definitely my favorite. I think the second one as well. I really don't enjoy the second yeah. one. One and three are my favorites. Yeah. Two was um, when I first watched it. I was pretty young and I was like, mm, this is a bit much. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, upon revisiting, because I watched all three a couple of years ago. All um, three Indiana Jones all movies. All three Indiana <laughs> Jones movies uh, in kind of quick succession. Um, and, and yeah, just all three I, I really love. Yeah, it's just not my thing. Like, I feel like I shouldn't even say this, but honestly, I have no more or less love for any of the four of them. Like, they're all just. Oh, yeah, I seriously, mean, seriously, seriously, seriously. I, I like, I obviously there's more to criticize with the fourth one, and I, you'd have a field day doing it, but I don't like or dislike any of them on any different level. They're all just. You can just say that you'd. There are, you'd, there are those. Uh, I don't know if there's any better way to say that, actually. It's <laughs> 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 it. like, surely there has to be. Um, but we can all just agree that four was shit, right? That was pretty dog shit. Yeah, I, I remember... When did that come out? 2007. I remember coming out of the cinema and just being like, no. Aliens, <laughs> no. I'm uh, sorry. That's not... I odd. mean, at the end of the day, it wasn't even that it was aliens for me. Just like it, the whole... Like the monkeys and the fucking You ants, know what? I, I actually didn't mind it up until the ants. aliens. I, I distinctly really? remember that in the cinema. I was, I was on board for whatever reason, and that just shat me. And then everything else subsequently fell apart. Like, I think I was, like, kind of going along with it, you know? Yeah. And then that finally... Sometimes a movie can just do that. They can, like, sneak by a lot of shitty scenes and you're a just lot like, of shitty You're just, like, you're decisions. giving it the... You, benefit of the doubt. Yeah, the benefit of the doubt, exactly. Yeah, I get that. No, look, I, I, I watched that movie. That What really, I think, the, the accent is probably what did it for me. Like, what, that's what got me off to the wrong start. Kate like, Blanchett with a really shitty Russian accent, Russian accent. Yeah. and then him getting blown up in a fridge. I was like, okay, this is where we're going with this. Uh, Lebeef, Lebeef phoned it in as well. He always phones it in. No, I'll disagree with that. <laughs> yeah, I'll disagree. I, I think I he phones it in for films that are just obvious crash, cash no, grabs. I actually, don't, I actually don't ever think he's phoned it in. I think he's quite a quite a solid Incredibly performer. committed. Yeah. yeah. He's insane. I don't know. That last um, Transformers film. I've never seen him scream so much. <laughs> I was like, that's a convincing scream. Bum, bum, bang. Um, <laughs> Optimus. So having no particular love for the franchise, are you in any way interested to see number five? No. God, no. Yeah. No, because no. my feeling is it's going to be like a Force Awakens of Indiana Jones. And like Force Awakens, I don't love that the direction that took but i like star wars a lot more than i like indiana jones so <laughs> i'm like geez it wouldn't be for me at all do you reckon they'll bring back Shlebeef? Shlebeef? Nope. <laughs> that would be I, I don't if even... they do that would be just i would just raise my fist in the air i'd be more interested in that because i'm i'm a big fan i've said it several times about um movies adhering to their own continuity even with shitty installments like, I don't like the whole Alien 3 remake idea, like, just a solid sequel to Aliens. I like 
with these long franchises, I think it's always more interesting when they acknowledge the history that they've gone through and, and just try and fix it, try and work that some way. Yeah, so can, I would but, like to see Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Wait, 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 whoa, wait. Whoa, hang on. Hold your horses. Okay. You didn't mention another movie you watched this week. Oh my god, which does exactly that. Yeah, Halloween. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh shit! Right. I, went to, I went to like the, the month early yeah. premiere of Halloween yeah. with a Jason Bloom Q and A. Like the best. Uh, sorry, what did you bring up? This what week, did you bring up? <laughs> <laughs> for the seventh time. I could never. We sit down here. and We've got like one minute to think yeah, of what we watched. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, detour. <laughs> yeah. um, that was awesome. That was really really cool. Um, so Jason Blum is for those who don't know is the. Co- the creator and owner of Blumhouse Productions. Yes, who is our favorite production company. Very out. prolific it's in the horror genres. Really, yeah. yeah. And he was um, so charming and engaging. The Q&A with him, he was really lovely. I can't say good enough things about him. Um, there were like three pre-planned questions from the audience, as you get at these kind of things. Um, really? Know, like pre-planned? Vetted, vetted. Yeah, you know, people have already submitted... And oh. so they know what what's going to oh, coming. Okay, okay. Um, and then um, at the end of the three questions, he was like straight away. He was like, "All right, let's get a couple more. Who who like to put your hand up? Anyone?" Right. And and he was just just kept going on for a bit. I'm like, "This is fucking what fantastic." Cool. He was so nice. Yeah. And he'd had like a terrible like he, his flight here got stopped in Hawaii like because someone was sick on the plane, so they had to like go down there. He had to get uh, another plane. He'd had a horrible like he only just made it, and he was shit. still so cool. Yeah. Maybe he's drunk. I don't know. But um. Yeah, so Halloween was uh, so much fun. I'm not a big fan of slashes in general or that franchise. I've only seen the first one. Um, but uh, it it was a really interesting... So I can't speak to the whole, what we were just talking about, the continuity stuff, uh, having only seen the first one, which this is a sequel to just that first one. Yeah, so it, it ignores all the other ones. Yeah, well, it even acknowledges uh, outright in the, the ways it's not a sequel to those okay. with some clever writing. Right. Um, and yeah, it was just a lot of fun. It was really, it was very, um, a very standard kind of slasher. Like it's not a huge twist on the genre or anything, but they did do some interesting stuff with uh, Laurie Strode's uh, character, Jamie Lee Curtis, and, and what uh, just this life of like trauma and PTSD has done to her and her family. Um, and the the third act is just terrific. Really, really interest, interesting uh way it goes um and it was really funny because it's written by danny mcbride and um directed by uh the guy who did uh what's that that fantasy one with natalie Portman. oh yeah yeah <laughs> your, your high, highness high times yeah <laughs> and highness, uh, right. pineapple express i think um david gordon green so that's that was that was the surprisingly endearing part about it is that there's sort of these little character dialogue moments that were really really funny um and it is brutal as fuck Okay. It does not care who it oh, kills. Really? Yeah, it right. is just like fucking gory, and there are some really inventive, uh, really cool. inventive ways that people go. Um, so yeah, I, I overall it I, sounds very great. Very impressed as someone who's not really a fan. Um, I thought it was terrific, and I, I I'd like to see um Blumhouse in particular keep going back to these franchises and saving them. Yeah, because um Platinum Dunes, Michael Bay's oh. second string production company, they they, they killed pretty much every Ugh. slasher franchise out yeah. there with their remakes. Elm Street. Yeah. Um, all of them, the, the rest. all the Rob Zombie directed ones <laughs> yeah. for Halloween. Um, so it's good to see kind of these uh, these respected uh, properties with someone who deserves to to look after. And them. Carpenter's score, terrific, absolutely oh, fantastic. And I'd say this is someone who thinks the the Trent Reznor Atticus Ross cover is the best thing that's ever happened. Yeah. but his score was really really good. Fuck, you sold me, bro. Yeah, you sold me. Get into it. Oh well, I think we're doing the news. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now I'm done, guys. I'm out of here. Yeah. Um, all right, that's enough of Indiana Jones. Uh, number three, uh, I'm going to assume that's, 
Who wrote this? <laughs> I, I wrote this. <laughs> God damn it. What's his name? <laughs> Weren't you going Todd, Todd McFarlane? Todd, Todd, Todd McFarlane. I think Seth oh, wait, McFarlane. I I know it's not him. <laughs> Todd McFarlane. <laughs> uh, Todd, <laughs> just, Todd, just Seth McFarlane just chimes in as a troll. <laughs> Hoping all headlines just say Seth McFarlane. Seth McFarlane is like, yeah, it's really hard to make Spawn movies, apparently. So I hear. So yeah, Uh, Todd McFarlane has vented about the difficulties of getting uh, his Spawn film made, which is finally on track at the moment. (laughs) Yeah, it's because he's not very popular, bro. (laughs) That's why. And because they already made one, and it was fucking awful. Yeah. Um, So I'm assuming you haven't read the article. No. (laughs) Okay. Good. Yeah. Um, no, it's just, it was an interesting article about him talking about how the notes that he's gotten from the studio, um, they just don't understand they it. They just don't understand it. Yeah. It was his comment on that. Um, it's just a, a bit of a commentary on, on someone who has an artistic idea, um, just going hell for leather, um, in, in pushing for that idea and not letting the studios kind of, I, I suppose, dumb it down, which is something that we, you know, is kind of a staple in Hollywood. Um, where, you know, you get writers, um, that have a, a vision and, and, and obviously have a cool story. Mm. You get people that aren't artistic coming in with their ideas and saying, you know, this is the way that we should do it. Um, I always think of, uh, American Ultra, which was written by Max Landis. Piece of shit. Uh, where the movie was all right. I don't know if I'd say a piece of shit. Um, no, movie- no, no, no. Max Landis is a piece of shit. I really liked American Ultra. Okay, yeah. Sorry, I was right. <laughs> trying to like... <laughs> uh, I thought it was all right. <laughs> um, why do you hate Max Landis, by the way? Uh, Apart from him just being a, a conceited asshole? I mean, that helps, but yeah. I Look it up. We don't need to get into it. Okay, sweet. Um, mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, where he talks quite openly about the fact that it was marketed wrong. They they didn't follow the script. So I'm always interested to, to see when um, the artists pipe up and say, no, this is not what I'm actually going for. Especially with the movie in production. It's funny hearing this coming from uh, Todd McFarlane about Spawn. (laughs) (laughs) Like, not traditionally the the kind of high-minded art piece you'd be expecting um, to have these creative differences over. But he's very protective of his own own brand, of course, that's fair. Um, I don't think I've ever read or seen any Spawn stuff whatsoever. So it just kind of hangs in my mind as like the ultimate, like, 90s, 90s 90s thing <laughs> yeah. i've got a really cool limited spawn versus batman comic nice. that i can lend to you that's all i've read cool it's just fun yeah it's a cool, very cool art. i love his art style super visually striking yeah but i uh, yeah it's it's tough to bring spawn into movie realm i feel mm. I think yeah you have to have a very I, I don't know if the creator of spawn can necessarily do that Maybe you need a different kind of person. He's not a film director, for one thing. Yeah, like yeah. come in, have that sort of third-person pers- uh, perspective. I think it's always good to have them as, and as much of it as it is a bullshit title, like um, you know, artistic consultants. Mm. Um, but that's really all they should be, because I mean, if you're comic books is one type of medium, and you can be very good at that, and you can be very artistically minded when it comes to um, creating that. But you know, when it comes to bringing that to film it's, it's probably another thing so i suppose that's another another layer to it is he is he really just clashing with the studio because they don't get the vision or is it just because he doesn't maybe he just doesn't understand how <laughs> things are meant to translate to film um yeah i suppose that could, could be, be a lot of different things yeah he also um made some comments about uh what he hoped for venom um, i believe he, he asked for one thing and that was for venom to be big mm. like you know not just kind of um, human size, but genuinely big the way that he had first yep. kind of envisioned him. Um, 
and I think without spoiling too much, we can say that yeah, he's fucking big. Yeah, mm. you can even see it in the trailers. He's, yeah, he's they big. nailed the brief there. Yeah, he, yeah, he looks like Venom, um, which is cool. Good on you, Todd. Um, next up in the kind of related news, we've got a new Hellboy poster um, last week, and a trailer has just previewed at New York Comic Con, which we unfortunately don't have access to at this point. No, so there's That's there's a kind of like a, there's a banner, there's a poster, and then there's also the uh, trailer, which. Is not going to be released to the public at this stage. But what? there are detailed descriptions of it out there. Um, sure. I'll wait until the thing. But the poster, um, I woke up to it last week sometime and it blew my mind. It's so good. It's, it's like my favorite poster a cool, in a long, long time. Really, really, you know, I love the, the Del Toro version. The Perlman version. But I feel like this one is the next level, man. I almost feel bad for enjoying this poster. Because I, I, I'm with you. Like, I really love the Del Toro version. That you know, that's kind of for me. That's Hellboy. Ron Perlman did such a good job with it um, that I almost feel guilty liking this. But I fucking do. It's such a badass uh, poster, and and I mean, just Harbor as as Hellboy is. It looks spot on. Oh. They've, they've yeah, they've nailed the look there. The main like his he looks very similar, but it's just the details that are, are different. Like he's his. Torso looks a little less prosthetic-y. Yeah, a little less rubber. Um, his his brow and his face is a lot more stylized. His Results hair is what happen. does it for me. Like the hair looks the so chin, much more realistic. The chin on the, beard, sort of poking out there. Well, the chin beard, yeah, but like just like the actual wig mm. itself looks a lot better than the one that it, uh, Ron Perlman had. Yeah, and the banner has a look at a few um, other characters. So uh, we've got uh, Braids McGee and Gunny McPointy. Yep, that's classic beloved characters. Yeah. <laughs> I'm 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 curious that there's no Abe Sapien in here. There's no mention of him in the trailer either. Yeah, no uh, no Liz. Yeah, sure. no Liz uh either. So, um, I think they're going with a completely different set of characters. Yep. Um like a bunch of uh, kind of BPRD um supporting characters, which I think is really cool. I like that they're using a different kind of cast. Did you like a, the BPRD comics? Yeah, loved it. Okay. I know I know you obviously had issue with kind of the the visual style. Cause I think because it was so different to Mignola's style, yeah. I couldn't get I couldn't get around it. And Mignola's style is definitely the the hook for. for That's those what got comics. me into it. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys? Uh, do you guys think that they should move away from the Abe Sapien and the Liz and like try and focus on something else that Hellboy, the first Hellboy or first two Hellboys? Kind I was kind of keen to see them again. You know, like yeah. if that's what Hellboy looks like, what's Abe Sapien yeah. going to look like? You know. Yeah. But um, in the same token, I'm glad that they're kind of. You know, giving it, they're exploring different territory. From a story point of view, like, there's probably no chance this will ever be successful enough, but I would love to see them segue into just more of the BPRD stuff, because that was always my favorite angle um, of the comics. I think I preferred BPRD, not visually, but as, as, a, as a comic, as a story, um, because I just, I really like that world, and Hellboy kind yeah. of went off solo on his own and really detached himself from that stuff. And uh, I just always found it a little more interesting, yeah. the kind of X Files. But the agents are monsters, yeah. Type stuff. This, yeah. This, I'll be honest. This banner has got me really interested. It looks hellish as fuck, and um, and that really hypes me on this. A lot I of love cool that creatures kind of stuff. there, and um, the tagline. Have you, have you noticed <laughs> that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Legendary AF. I'll withhold judgment for now on that. But um, I'm into it, man. <laughs> I'm into it. Um, yeah. The, the, in the interviews for New York Comic Con, they've been saying. Uh, they're leaning way more into horror than the kind of fantasy stuff of the last films, which I love. Neil Marshall is a great guy for that. Um, and they've been saying that there's, uh, 
you know, the kind of standard, you always hear this about the over-reliance on CGI in other movies. We're doing practical effects we're, we're doing this practical. time. We'll see how much that actually pans out, but it's yeah. still encouraging. Evidently, the trailer is quite colourful, a lot more colourful than people sort of anticipate. Cool. Uh, and another cool little tidbit was David Harbour said he made his own Hellboy suit at home. That's adorable. Yeah. He Wait, ma- yeah. He's the Go, most fucking adorable yeah, I love guy. this dude. He, and he, like... Just started wearing it around the house and like <laughs> existing in this suit. <laughs> so it sounds like he's really getting into the role and he's taking it. You know, he um he's take he's bringing a lot of respect and a lot of um preparation to the role as well, which it shows he he's committed. Yeah, I haven't seen a reboot in a long time where they've been this openly kind of reverential to the original films like i guess the the fan base is a is a strong one yeah um because they're really tiptoeing around the fact that they're remaking this stuff yeah please don't hurt us still tara please onwards next up uh i don't know anything about this story connor yeah um i don't know if you guys have seen the the clickbait that's been circling the internet at the moment about um uh oh Oh shit, Ruffalo! Ruffalo, thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. I literally had a mind blank, yeah. <laughs> um, which is not that uncommon for me. Uh, Ruffalo being fired by the Russo brothers for releasing the um, the title of the next Avengers film. <laughs> really? Did either of you have you either of you seen those headlines? Yes, I've, I've seen. I've been awake for two hours today, so no. They're, they're they're all over Facebook. They're all over Reddit. Like, I mean, just it's was utter, he on Jimmy Kimmel? It was, uh, it was Jimmy Fallon. Fallon I think. Jimmy Fallon. Fallon. It was utter clickbait bullshit like it's quite clearly a setup where like he's gone and said stuff and they've bleeped it out and Fallon's like what I don't know that you were meant to say that and right. it's just yeah. fucking and the Russo brothers bullshit. are tweeting at Mark Ruffalo like you're fired you're fired and all this kind <laughs> okay. of shit it, right. you know what this is how I felt with the Spider-Man um Far from home with the iPad. Reveal, yeah. Like they try and do these fun little clever. I love it. Trying to be viral and authentic, but it just comes across really ham fisted and. Do you think that too blatant? This, this is probably the most contrived out of them all. Because I mean, the the. Because uh, Mark Ruffalo is just supposed to fuck up on his own accord. <laughs> yeah, they don't need to, to be, plan it. You don't need to plan it, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he did. He, like he mentioned that in that segment where he's like, "Yeah, I may have spoiled the ending." of <laughs> Uh, Infinity War and you like, yeah. I don't know I like their referencing the fact that he just keeps fucking this <laughs> yeah. stuff up um, but they've obviously lent into it it's it's an interesting um, uh, little gag I just hate what everyone's done with the clickbait for it um, so um, have you heard the, the, the title The Last Avenger The Last is Avenger is written down there is, so is, is that is this an actual way they're releasing that title or is this what people <laughs> are making up no, no idea this is what people have said around it um, see I saw something else other than The Last Avenger I okay. saw Endgame and I've also seen Endgame's been tossed around for ages yeah but I also saw something else it's escaping me right now well someone mm. I don't know if this is complete and utter horseshit but someone said uh, or someone did this um, see I don't even know how they would have done this I, th- I, I reckon this is horseshit but they did a um, a a sound enhancement um and and <laughs> saw that in the background there's the noise like it was him saying the last avenger <laughs> enhance um, <laughs> yeah that's all i can think of like <laughs> i wish there was a better way to say that so it didn't sound so oh. enhance that and enhance um it'd be cool to, what do you guys think of that title if that is true end game i'm sold I'm sold on Endgame, man. I th- yes, I but I'm not like- asking about Endgame. I'm <laughs> yeah, asking about what do you think. Russo specifically said it's not spoken in Avengers Infinity War. 
and he said Endgame. He says he? Endgame in it. Yeah. So I feel like that... Uh, Strange says if we, Doctor Strange yeah, says Endgame. If we yeah. take it at their word, then we've got to kind of rule that out straight away. But yeah. I, I, I kind of like The Last Avenger um, because that uh, kind of ties into another story this week about Chris Evans. Um, yeah. Because obviously that's a play on the first Avenger. Um, should we jump right into that? Then? I suppose jump. we should. I mean, that's a segue. I mean, but, but I suppose be, before we do... Just to put that into context, it would be Avengers, The Last Avenger. Does that sound all right to you guys? I think they could get away with calling it just The Last Avenger. Okay. I like that. <laughs> that could be... Ooh. I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight. <laughs> Avengers, The Last Avenger. Avengers. That I do like. The Avengers. <laughs> so, um, so Chris Evans, our Captain America, has uh, wrapped filming on Avengers, The Last Avenger, and uh, has said an emotional goodbye on, on, on Twitter. This is... This almost seems too blatant. So this is either... I reckon this is a bluff or a double bluff or... Like, I don't know what to make of this. Because this very obviously sounds like he's going to die. Yeah. Um, but Chris Evans is so, um, like, image conscious. Nothing here would be happening by accident. This isn't like a Ruffalo slip-up or something. This is just him saying, you're finished on this film and presumably... Um, for the planned future, that's the last Marvel MCU film he's going to do. Now, of course, yeah, it's, it's very easy to say, oh, he's going to die in this movie now. And that seems, yeah, incredibly likely. But, um, uh, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to second guess the, the Russos and stuff. And Marcus yeah, that, and that thought never could... occurred to me that, you know, whether this indicates mm-hmm. that Cap, <clears throat> Cap dies or not, this just indicates to me that this is the end of an era. Mm. This is his last day of shooting in the MCU for the planned contract he has. Yeah, I That's mean, about he, he could he could just go off and and live his life somewhere. He wants to be a director, you know. He wants to be, behind, you know, he wants to explore the world, man. Yeah, you know. I, I, I spread that's, his wings. That, that's I guess what, what I'm I'm wondering if that's the double bluff that they're trying to make it almost seem as though he's going to die, but he actually walks off into the sunset, and then it's you know, you know, kind of lures your attention away from someone else that might die because everyone's saying it's either going to be Cap or. Or um, Iron Man, and it's mm. so I look. It's almost too good of a mindfuck game that I like. I just I don't know how to play it. The thing, well, the thing is, is it's just hard to speculate and pointless to speculate because it's a it's a binary option. He lives or he dies, or he doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> Ni- neither is like more Confirmed more or... likely technically. Like either way, he's finished shooting. He's he's off into the sunset. But uh, yeah, I, I I it is it is a sweet little. Little little tweet. It's been it's yeah. been a while since we've Just had any real speculation Brooklyn. about um, the next Avengers, yeah. but um, I guess now that it's been brought up, would you rather, if one of them had to die, would mm. you rather Steve Rogers or um, Iron Man, or um, I suppose uh, Tony Stark? Get rid of Tony Stark. He's. Um, I, th- I think that's a better option. I think that brings a more full circle. That that closes off these three <clears throat> phases. Started with him, ends with him. Or they could just die in each other's arms. That'd be nice. Beautiful. Too. But um, making <laughs> out I, predator style. <laughs> I sort of just. I just kind of feel that um, Captain America never got his film series because the third one was just an Avengers movie, and you know I would like to see more um, of his story. Maybe even just like one more movie to cap it off, and then whoa, uh, whoa. and then move on to Shut Falcon up. being Captain America because that's what I would like to see. What about you? Um. From a story point of view, I think that, oh God, it's so hard to say. I think that my first reaction is to say that Cap should die just because I think that 
that him sacrificing himself for Tony and then Tony stepping up to be what Cap always kind of wanted him to be is such a picture of Robert Downey Jr. in the Captain America (laughs) outfit. (laughs) No, not quite like that. Um, And I think he'll, I think they'll both step away either way, but I think that that would be the, the kind of a beautiful moment. But at the same time, all I can think of is um, Captain saying that you're not the kind of person to lay down on the wire while your fellow man goes over. And that is also such a beautiful kind of um, full circle moment where Cap would, or where um, Iron Man would lay, lay down his life uh, for his, for his fellow man. Um, either if either of those happens, I, I, I'll cry. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest that 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 would really be a, a beautiful um, kind of full circle. I think moment. this is going to be a brutal film, man. I think it's going to hit some people in the feels. What's it about? What, what are we talking? Six months away? God, early it. October. What is it? A- late April? Similar, something like that. Yeah. Oh my god, that hasn't even that doesn't even register in my brain. Yeah, six months away. We get far from home next year. When as well. when, when yeah. are we going to get um your first our first trailer? Do you think? I heard very soon. Fuck, that's insane. Yeah. That's actually that has genuinely got me excited. <laughs> <laughs> the idea that we might like in the next month or two that we might get an uh, an Avengers trailer. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we will this year. Oh. <laughs> we have no sure official we... information on what this movie is even going to be. It's just, yeah. I mean, and, but all signs point to there being like a 10 year time jump into the future after the events of Infinity War, which is so tantalizing. Um, I don't even I, don't, like at this point. I don't even care what they do. <laughs> like it's such a <laughs> such a mind fuck. Oh. Alrighty, next up, we'll, we'll, we'll return to this when we have some more information. Um, Disney has revealed the first Star Wars, The Mandalorian TV series image. Um, so this was kind of right out of the blue. We got confirmation of a new show, The Mandalorian. Is yep. this the John Favreau one? The John Favreau, yeah. Yep. So, George, remind me, were you saying that this won't come to be? Was it the John Favreau one that you said it's just not going to happen? Nope. No? No, you no, said, said this one's going to premiere on the streaming service. service. Yeah. Oh, okay, that was it, right, yeah. Because yep. there was one of them that that you said wasn't going to be. the Ryan Johnson one yeah, that you said. Yeah, the Ryan Johnson one or the, game, a, no, the game of Thrones one. Yeah. I reckon that one's was there, cooked. Was there, is that officially a steak dinner, by the way? Ooh. <laughs> is it? Because we never... <laughs> is it? Because I think we left it off as a maybe, but can we can we confirm here okay, and now? Okay, by what... By, we know, like... What date are we talking? Are we, are we talking like... Jimmy Weiss and whatever the other dude's name is will never make... A, a Star Wars trilogy. Like, but what if in like 2030, they're like, we used that old script that was hanging around. And we no, they the- have to make the film. Like their name has to be attached. They'll still get a script credit though. Cause they're not actually directing it. They're just writing well, then, it. Then yeah. Then so fine. by 20, let's, let's, fine, fine. let's and then, then in 20 so years, 2025, if, 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 if in 10 years, then you can buy me a steak. Hopefully oh, you're man, not like, it's going to be so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> so 2028, We've got another steak dinner. Yes. 2028 Game of Thrones dudes Star Wars movie has to have come out. No, in perpetuity. Like, it's just. Didn't you say 10 years? Didn't we just shake on 10 years? No, yeah, I, said, well, I, know, I, I was just saying like in 10 years or whenever, no, 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 like whenever no, no. it comes we out. Shook on 10 years. Years. We're shook right, on we're it. making saving now. Fine, fine. 10 years. All right. 2028, <laughs> that film has to either it, be coming out or. We have to have at least like a trailer for it or. It, something has to be. There has to be some activity. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sweet. I'm going to say that. I'm going to leave it very open-ended for you. Um, That's how confident I am. Anyway, let's get back to The Mandalorian. Yeah. You want to talk about this? You're the so it's not going to be nerd. Boba. It's not going to be Django. Mm. Different Mandalorian. Already like that. Mm-hmm. Set between Return of the Jedi and Force Awakens. Don't like that so much. Sorry, which, which ones? 
uh, Return of the Jedi, Force Awakens. Set in that kind of, era. That feels like an era that needs to be explored. But a resistance bit. is in there. Mm. You know, does Resistance explain why the fuck no one under- knows what the Jedi are? But again? we're not going to watch Resistance. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's also a good point. <laughs> you got me there, bro. <laughs> yeah, like I, I, as I've said many times, I just want to get in the fuck out of this, this, these areas. Find out what happened between Episode Four and Episode you Five. You want your don't you? Let's <laughs> get out of here. Let's go back. Let's change it up. Good time ago. We'll leave it at that. Uh, the big news here, though, like this is all really big news. I'm glad that they're, you know, we're seeing the underbelly kind of Star Wars series that we've been promised for so many years. It sounds very similar to the George Lucas one they were doing, mm. been developing mm-hmm. since 2004 or whatever. Anyway, the big news here is the host of directors that are on this because it is a really, really impressive roster. You know, we've got um, John Favreau taking the helm as the main director and executive producer. We've also got uh, Taika Waititi. That's huge. Bryce Dallas Howard. Uh, Jessica Jones director Deborah Chow. And also dope director Rick Famuyug- Famu... I've, I've, we've had this guy before <laughs> and I can't say his name. Anyway, the dude who directed Dope. So I'm, dope. I'm very impressed. It's nice to see they've got some female directors in here. It's nice to see they've got Taika Waititi back. Terrific, terrific list. Yeah. I, 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 like, this is the most excited I've been for Star Wars since maybe the 2018. <laughs> maybe. How are you guys feeling about this? Um... Hashtag yeah. cancel Star Wars. I've already made it clear that I'm done with Star Wars forever. <laughs> Get rid of it. It's too contentious. Even this different format and this the the street cred that comes with. There is a ninety percent chance I will watch it, and I'll probably like it. But like yeah. if it like I'm not- I just can't muster up the energy to be excited about it at this point. Mm. Um, I feel like I'm happy for you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I've achieved something today. <laughs> yeah. Shall we move on? Do we we've got on. a lot to get through. We gotta we gotta move. Yeah. Do we want to wrap it up for news? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Let's just quickly. I just want to mention that Conjuring Three is not going to be directed by James Wan, which I'm bitterly, bitterly disappointed about. Mm. Um, we've got a new director in. Uh, I don't even know how to. I can't say this guy's name either. Um, where is it? Oh, oh yeah, I can. <laughs> Michael Chaves. <laughs> That was tough. That was tough, buddy. <laughs> uh, hmm. Yeah, so I'm I'm very disappointed that James Wan isn't coming back to this. Yeah, I would love to have seen a little trilogy from him because he didn't finish Insidious. That was great. Like, is this going to go the same way as the Insidious franchise when the third entry's not as strong? That'd be disappointing. Is Conjuring Blumhouse or is that just Insidious? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Blumhouse. Because um, uh, Blum was just talking the other day about how important it is to him for the original creators to stay on their own properties, mm. even if that means like producing or something. No, even if that means like a cut in like box office, like they prefer to keep it the vision um, wow. like pure, which I think is fucking amazing. Wow. I'm not That's cool, seeing, man. I just want to, before we solidify that comment, I'm just looking at the production companies. No, Bloomhouse is not. They went, they went on Conjuring? It's just Insidious. I think. New Line Cinema, the Saffron oh, Company, Evergreen, okay. distributed by Warner Bros. Right. But oh, I'm of course, yeah, yeah, of course. Plum of anywhere course. there, yeah, Warner Brothers, of course, yeah. We've been which talking about the would check out with what you just said. Yeah. So. What time is it? It's, it's trailer, trailer time. time. 
It's really scaring me how we're doing that these days. We had a, we had it a, co- used to be so cool. And he did that weird voice. I look at me and tell you, it's trailer time. I, we'll, it sounds like some fucking weird ass granny spirit coming at me. We'll get to the, the question of the week later. I do have, um, another question of the week submitted by a longtime fan. Um, they said it really creeps me out when Connor does that. Can he stop? That's, that's a legitimate from a, from a fan of the show. Um, so that's, yeah, that's the question to you, Connor. Well, if the fans desire it. <laughs> if Give our it one the fan. Fans. Is, is, when, by fan, are you just saying you? <laughs> you know I've never listened to the show. <laughs> um, Have you right, ever well, listened to an episode? Yeah, once or twice. <laughs> it's like it scared me. Yeah. <laughs> so we've, we've got a whole buttload of trailers. Let's, let's oh boy, jump yeah. into them. Um, first one, I'm not even sure if you can call this a trailer. <clears throat> it's like five minutes of the film. Five and a half minutes. Um, yeah. It's Aquaman. Um, and this has been getting a lot of mixed reviews. Um, and I feel like review is a, a proper word to use because, as I said, this thing is like fucking, it's a short film. There's a lot in here. I There is. And I, before we actually get into what we thought of it, it, what do you guys think of it from a marketing point of view to put that much out there? Does that scream desperate to you or desperate. is it desperate? <laughs> like, please, please get some <laughs> please of our money back. Just like out of these five and a half minutes, there must be 12 seconds that people enjoy. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like they might've just put in bits of all the cool pieces of this film into this one condensed thing and just yep. said like, fuck it. We just got to like, we got to get bums and seats here. In saying that though, are you guys more or less excited after seeing this? Because more. for me, I'm more excited. The strategy has paid off. Oh, after yeah, yeah. ridiculing it, it is. It has paid off. Yeah, I've always <laughs> kind of liked the look of this movie. Like, I'm just I really very, didn't. very skeptical. Otherwise. I hate the look of those neon sharks, those sort of fluorescent sharks. Yeah. I really don't like them. I'm, I think I'm on the same <laughs> level as you, Ben. Like, I, I, I was and and am skeptical of this film. Um, and I think there's a lot of ways in which this film could fuck up. Even having seen the trailer and all the cool things that are in that, I think there's a lot of ways that they could really screw this up. But having said that, what I have seen is really cool. Um, I love Jason Momoa. I think he's he's one of those guys that you just love to love. Um, he's got some and, terrible lines in here. Yep. But I mean that that could almost seems <laughs> that almost seems like a this uh, is badass <laughs> a, a staple Heckle, of, of that character now. <laughs> Like, I mean, yeah, if you think about yeah. what you... Because they've turned him into a fucking bro. I don't know, man. This, <laughs> I don't know this, about that. this movie is led by... What, really? You remember him like walking into the ocean, like sculling a bottle of whiskey or whatever <laughs> yeah. in the Justice League? Um, I, I, this movie is ostensibly led by Amber Heard and Jason Momoa, and I'm not keen at all for them as like a double act. I, she was horrendous in Justice League, and I'm not going to blame any one person for that fucking movie, but my God... Um, and that wig, Georgie, the Georgie's <laughs> wig, wig corner. <laughs> what Georgie's wig gave a welcome. That's the one welcome. thing about Justice League that was better about. than some other movie because she looked fine in that. But uh, it's a very, very um, fake red. Very, very bright. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's very well done. Yeah, but otherwise, the look of the movie I think is terrific. Like James Wan's direction looks. There's a so the, there's giant the, that, crab creature that looks really cool. Yeah, yeah. and the, the those like. Trench monsters, whatever they are, with some of those bits look I'm into terrific. It. That bit where it's showing the boat and you can see all under the water, it. and there's like thousands. So of the them. the big um, I guess scene in this is uh, them running away from uh, I can't I don't know the character's name Ben. Oh, Black Manta. Black Manta. Um, really big, almost like parkour scene, jumping over roofs. 
Did this guy direct some uh, Fast and the Furious movies by any chance? <laughs> May have. Um, I think a lot of people have, have said that this is really over the top and it doesn't look that good. And but... the most badass henchman you've ever seen in a oh superhero movie. Just some yeah. faceless dude chasing Amber Heard. Like the most but, committed yeah. guy. Yeah. I was... Crashing through walls and I buildings. I loved it. I loved the look. I loved the style. I just I love the unstoppable yeah. nature of those henchmen. I liked it was... all except the last shot where it zooms out from Amber Heard's chase and goes to the bell I tower. Agree. I agree. I didn't like that much. I agree. that They lost the punchline a little bit but nonetheless I completely agree with you Connor that was a very very well constructed scene yeah. and then do it got me off, off board again when Jason Moe was just like that was awesome yeah. <laughs> yeah. do you know what um, what it kind of reminded me of and I don't know why well I know why was uh, Tintin yeah uh, I can say that yeah 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 I don't know why I said I don't know why. That reminds me of, like, I very clearly know why. You just say Tintin, and you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Now I see why I'm getting flashbacks. I, did, uh, one, I didn't like Black Manta's look really? prior to this trailer. Okay. Yeah, Seeing yeah. it in here, I'm into it. I love it. It is so comic book accurate. It's so like, he, chunky any other and clunky. Character, yeah. and he looks like he's going to fall and over. It looks powerful. That's the yeah. weird thing. Like When you see the concept art and when you see the, the stills, you're like, how is that going to look badass? Like, they, it just yeah. looks goofy. His droid things look yeah. very powerful. And when he jumps up on that thing, he just looks so solid mm. in the way he's moving. Mm. You're like, okay, I'm on board now. Mm. He could be the key to this film's success if done right. Because as a character, he's... Almost reminiscent of someone like Killmonger, who was such a big hook for that movie um, this year, because he's um, obviously called Black Manta. He's he is a in a lot of ways a racially motivated character, um, and if if they really lean into that angle, he I cannot see any way that he would be less interesting yeah. than Aquaman. I as <laughs> I don't trust DC no. to do a Killmonger. Yeah. I mean, I, I probably wouldn't have said I trusted Marvel to do a Killmonger yeah. before they did it mm. and, and pulled it off. I, you know, I, I would hesitate to, to say that DC could do the same thing. But, you know, maybe they can. Not to mention the fact that we've got Dolph Lundgren in here as maybe a bad guy. Yeah. Patrick Wilson is another bad guy. who He does not look like Patrick Wilson in this. He looks like he's been smoothed over with some weird <laughs> See, Photoshop. That's weird because I had forgotten that Patrick <laughs> yeah. Wilson was in it, and I thought you had said, "Hey, that guy kind of looks like pa- like that. That guy look, looks like Patrick Wilson." Yeah. I was like, "It kind of does, doesn't yeah. it?" Yeah. <laughs> not not and, quite. And, George, you know, they kind of realized afterwards, like, "No, no, no, that was Patrick <laughs> no, he Wilson." Didn't and he, say look like... he didn't say looking. He didn't say looking. He said that yeah. is. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay, I see where I've done what I've done yeah. here." Um, okay, well, that's Aquaman. Um, I'm more excited than I was before. Let's see. When does that come out? It's going to be such a big bomb. December 26. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Next on the list is Mortal Engines. It's the Peter Jackson um, extravaganza. Um, You two are just... I could see your eyes spraining. They were rolling back so hard. A couple things I like about this. I like the concept that London is this... The the world that they're in, London Mm -hmm. is... A moving city. It's not a static city. It's this steampunk rolling around the fields and landscape. I think that's a cool concept. I'm not really sure where you go with it beyond that. Mm. But purely on that, I think there's some interesting thing that's inviting me into this new world. I've heard the books are pretty good. The premise sounds like a parody of a young adult fiction novel because it's just... They no, just keep it, getting stupider. Well, it sounds exactly <laughs> like what you would find in a young adult you know, novel. Yeah. Um, which, I mean... I will. What I hope doesn't happen, but will almost certainly happen with this film, is that there will be a really strong gimmick um, and some really strong visuals, um, but nothing of substance to back it up, mm. which I think would be a real it's shame. A lot of CGI. Yeah. 
A lot um, of CGI. I like I I I have a, a big soft spot for Peter Jackson, um, and I a big hard spot for Peter Jackson. <laughs> maybe that too. Um, I, you didn't ruin the Hobbit, guys. Oh no, he. Oh, well, I mean, the Hobbit was ruined. Not getting, I don't, not we do that um, every week. <laughs> but uh, and and I'd really like to see him have a hit. Um, I, I, irrespective of whether this movie is good or not, I do not see it making a lot of money. No, I'm, I'm Who with cares? you. I, this is a wrinkle in time. I can't imagine any of us are going to go see this movie in the end. I, you're going to watch it on Netflix, probably, or on a plane. I might even watch it on principle in the theater. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> Cover hatred. <laughs> like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles back in the shadows is, is calling, you know? <laughs> I just must, I genuinely just must have this like weird self loathing. <laughs> like, I don't deserve good I, films. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just, like, like I said, I, I want to see what Peter Jackson does. And, and um, the, the gimmick alone is enough to draw me in. Um, it'll just be a matter of whether they have any substance to keep. Only me point of interest in this trailer for me was the whatever thing that Hugo Weaving summoned, some monster thing. That looked cool. It's like, what the fuck is this about? And that green glowing cool. eyes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Whatever that is. I'm just imagining you holding two Blu rays. It's like <laughs> American Psycho. <laughs> Mortal Engines. Oh, no. American Psycho. It's so accurate. Mortal Engines. It's so accurate. I'm, I am the worst with that. Yeah. Do you know what's been sitting on my iTunes for ages? And I know it's a good movie, and I know I should watch it, but I always pick something else, is Arrival. It has been sitting there. You've got to be in the mood for that one. I truly, I truly love believe it. that director. Yeah. I, and I think it's... You'll, you'll love that, man. When the time's right, you will yeah. love that. It's, like, it's literally that. It's up there looking at that and then King Arthur right next to him. Like, <laughs> like King Arthur oh. round seven. Let's do this. Yeah, Where's the popcorn? It's like junk food. You know, you got something of substance in front of you. Oh, you got yeah. a Domino's pizza sitting there. You're like, yeah. oh, fuck, And it's not that you won't enjoy the good food because everyone like, better for you. It, it just yeah, requires a little more you. effort. You know, yeah. you've got to get those yeah. taste palettes a little it. more sophisticated. You never like when you cook a really good meal, you never regret it. Like, yeah. I'm really glad I did this instead of the junk yeah. food. It takes time and effort and preparation though. Yeah. You know? But at the end of the junk food, you're like, I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I the way I am? <laughs> um, yeah, that probably sums up that movie. I think well. that's a pretty good analogy. <laughs> um, all right, well, let's, let's move on to something that is almost certainly going to be loved by all three of us. Um, Spider-Man, Enter the Spider-Verse. Holy moly. This trailer, like, I mean, the, the, that Mental. first trailer was spectacular, and I think we raved about it probably about as much as we could. Mm. But holy shit, this trailer is just as good, if not better. I just, this is the year where Nicolas Cage has played Spider Man and Superman in movies, and I'm so fucking happy about that. Is that Nick Cage? Yeah. Wait, what? No, what? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Are you fucking kidding Spider-Man me? Spider Man Noir. Oh, that's Nick Cage. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, Peter Parker. Is <laughs> no, no. no, who's that again? That's Jake, um, Jake Johns. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. This is, and not quite as um, sort of more narrative. Driven yeah. than the last one. The last one was more flashing colors and giving you a taste of the color palette. This one is much more narratively driven. But man, I'm loving where this is going. And tell me if I'm wrong here, but that is the that is um, Tommy McGuire's Peter Parker, correct? So I don't, I don't ever think it. They're just referencing yeah. the Raimi trilogy, but yes, they directly show they directly scenes show scenes from yeah. from that. I'm loving that man. I think it I'm might really just be like our Spider Man. Like yeah, the like one the quintessential spider. It, yeah. the, the characterization is clearly so 
different from what we've seen in those movies. But yeah, I love that they're referencing those movies. I love it's great, it. isn't it? Spider-Man video game had a great reference to the the train scene. Oh, did it? In it. Yeah, because he's, he's like trying to do that and it just does not work at all. He's like, that worked last time. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the, I, I love the way that they've released these trailers because in your spot on, George, the first one being really about look how visually awesome this is and the second one being like, not only do we have awesome visuals, but we're actually going to back it up with an awesome story um, with the good elements of you know comedy and um, genuine kind of and passion. The and- freedom that comes with the world of animation yeah. lets them put all of the villains in, which I fucking love because no movie's kind of – it's like always it's this one villain this yeah. time. So Homecoming did a pretty good job of that where they threw in, a, threw in a few. It's like this world is fleshed out a bit. But this movie has a fucking everyone. It's got Scorpion, Scorpion and yeah. Green Goblin yeah. and – Who's it's like the- Lego Batman with the, the you can have that volume of characters, yeah, but then Spider Man Three feels too overbloated with that many villains. Well, yeah, because in that kind of film, those villains you you want depth to those yeah. villains. You don't yeah, want and them they just crowding. Feel out other- the need to do an origin for everybody. Yeah. Um, whereas in this, it just, it just seems like everyone kind of exists, yeah. which is great. So, as a kind of a, you know aside to this, um, with Venom having come out, there's a post credit scene that is effectively a scene out of. Um, Spider-Man, or into uh, whatever it's called, Enter the Spider-Verse. Mm. Um, spoilers. Spo- wait, how is that a spoiler? That's not a spoiler. Post-credit, spoiler for Venom, <laughs> it's yeah. a post-credit yeah. scene. Like, yeah, yeah. Look it up. I don't know. Fuck. Um, <laughs> what did we... Without, I, I won't get into spoilers, but what did we think of that? You know, it's interesting. It took me a moment to kind of recalibrate my brain to the animation style that they're going for. Yeah. Because going from live action to that was a little bit jarring, but um, amazing. You know, yeah. I mean, it just looks fucking phenomenal on the big super screen, funnier yeah. Yeah. yeah this this movie i would be so shocked if this isn't if it just doesn't kill at the box office yeah. like oh it better which i think it's got to be how do animations usually perform oh amazing Very well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's. A, I have no reference point. Secret Life of Pets is like in the top twenty. They, of all they time cross or the something. billion all the, yeah, all the time. All the Despicable Me Three yeah. is like fucking one and a half billion. Millions. So, do, or, well, having said millions. that, then, do we think that this has genuine contention for top ten of the year? I reckon not, it's not a like six hundred milli, eight hundred milli kind of movie. I don't think it can break a billion though. I don't think well, so. Well, what's the number ten at the moment of this year? Spider Man's such a strong brand. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Top ten, yeah. absolutely, yeah. What well, um, it's been a lot of average performing movies yeah. this year as well. What what? Just to kind of sorry to hijack this a little bit. What do you guys think about the whole different the Spider Verse aspect of this? I think yeah. it, it gives them so much freedom because they don't have to like like Ben said they don't have to explain where the villains are coming from or you know why there's six different Spider Mans. It's just like oh yeah, well, we're all that just animal on the same speak page. in this universe. <laughs> I like, am so into this concept. Love, love it. Yeah, it's. Such I didn't. A different... I, for some reason, I wasn't foreseeing that. I mm. I, I didn't get hints of that in the last trailers mm. it seemed very fresh and new to me it's something they'd never do in live action as well never so very cool that bit of them crawling around the corner mm. of the room oh. is a little foursome hilarious <laughs> pumped man pumped god we gotta move swiftly fellas yeah just just well before we jump into that because uh, as a follow-up um the uh it's a hundred and is that right 2018 gross what am I doing wrong? <laughs> it's saying 188 million, but that can't be right as number 10 with a quiet place. Because Black Panther... That would be domestic. Seven. Oh, okay. That makes a lot more sense. This is uh, domestic. Um, is there a global? What a piece of shit list. <laughs> Never mind, guys. Sorry. My bad. <laughs> Hijacked us for nothing. 
Detective uh, Chinatown 2 with 544 <laughs> million. There you go. I'm loving this. There's your number 10. <laughs> Next. Oh, that's me, right. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, you fucking hijacked yourself. I know, seriously. You played um, yourself. We're really doing a bit of a roller coaster here because we're going from that to Robin Hood, which I know we all really loved. Um, this. Ah, oh, Taryn, what are you doing? You know what's funny? The first thing I thought of, or every time I hear about this movie, is like just thinking about the pitch that the executives bring in. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, Robin yeah. Hood, you know, everyone knows that shit. It's time for <laughs> round 17. Yeah, let's do this. All right, boys, here's 200 million. Call up Taryn. We're going to do Jamie this. Jamie Foxx in there. Yeah, I, I, uh, I just don't know how these things come together. And it makes me, you know, it ma- you, you got to look. We take the movie industry. Like, I take it so seriously. I am so invested in this, in this industry and to see things like Robin Hood. It's like, oh, yeah, it's all a whole lot of bullshit. You know, it's, I'm, I'm, it's, the, hmm. it's the super flashy, super stylized um, action film that's not unique enough or interesting enough to really be anything of note it's just king arthur legend of the sword it's crazy you know what that this is happening again that that comparison hurts me and it's true <laughs> wait it's just because I... as, as you know as much as i've i've regardless of <laughs> Whoa, quality wait 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 what's going on here let the man talk like i mean like uh, you know i've i've maintained that that uh arthur is not a great film um but it is an enjoyable film this I hope is not the same because I'm not getting like, I don't, I don't want to like, it's like looking into a mirror and being like, Oh God, what have I become? You're going to come out of yeah. it and just be like, fuck, um, I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, I hope not. Yeah. So I, I, I just mean uh, like financially, I don't see any way that this isn't the exact same kind of massive bomb that uh, King Arthur was. So I think it was like, have the biggest be, right? bomb of the year, wasn't it? It'd have to be. Like, who the fuck gives a crap? <laughs> And maybe we'll eat, all eat our words and it'll somehow be great. I didn't think the trailer was actually that bad, but I'm not interested at all. I don't it's, remember it's it. It's the anyway. concept more than the actual execution yeah, at so this point. Cynical. It's yeah. so dumb. Um, yeah, look, I just, I think that that's probably about as, as much as we need to say on this. Too much. Um, that's about it. Yeah. Don't give it any more air time. <laughs> yeah. uh, next on the list is uh, Overlord. Um, JJ Abrams. Bit of a shorter trailer. This bit one. of a shorter trailer. I also watched a, a trailer, trailer before um, Venom. It was a, a a different trailer, also very short, very cool. Um, I'm actually really excited for this film. Is it the other one, the one where it ends with like looking through the hole, and it doesn't I show you what's might, on the other uh, side? It, it was just it was really focused on the actual monsters. Mm. Not an awful lot of dialogue. Not an awful lot of like the more kind of guns and shooting or anything. It was just very kind of like them moving very creepily. Um, yeah, I'm really keen for this one. This looks very interesting. We're not sold yet, but I hope it's cool. Mm. And the fact that you guys are in a way, it's you know, it's you know, it's giving me hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, with this one, I, I'll say that. What I've seen from the trailer will probably carry me through. Like, it, it, what I mean by that is, it looks like it's got cool, creepy zombies, um, and it doesn't take itself too seriously. So that's probably all I really need from this kind of film. And yeah, this thing's got to be like a ninety minute, surely. Um, Hopefully, it's like a fucked up Twilight Zone episode or something. Yeah, into it. Yeah, punch through it. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What do we got up next? Um, next, we have <laughs> The Upside, which is Kevin Hart and the guy from that drug Brian show. Brian Cranston. 
<laughs> the drug guy. <laughs> Brian Cranston. Um, I, I, I like both these actors. Um, I guess I'd call... Well, I guess you have to call him a, an actor now. Kevin Hart's more a comedian than an actor, but... um. Yeah. Uh, it's good to see him in something that looks like it might be good, semi-serious and, yeah. and good. Yeah, this. I mean, first thing to say is that this is a uh, just straight up remake of um, the, the French film, The Untouchables. Yeah, which have we all seen that? You know what? It's one I've never seen, but I've only heard good things. It was on. It was on. It was playing at, the, at our cinema for like twenty weeks. Yeah, and after a movie's in two thousand eleven, three days. Yeah, I've no, never get around to it. So yeah. no, I haven't seen it. Oh, ne- okay. Oh, neither have you seen it. It's no. genuinely good film. Yeah, yeah. I've um, only heard great things. Yeah, and this re- looks like a much more cynical. Uh, doesn't it, they're going for more of a comedic aspect, yeah. whilst uh, that one looks like a lot more of a, more about a very strong platonic relationship forming. That one had genuine heart, and I think that I don't think there's a way to do an English remake that doesn't kind of come off as cash grabby and cynical. Um, uh, so I think that's that's probably best case scenario is they're going to lean into the comedy and the the kind of sterilized nature of it. Yep. Um, what do we think of the casting? Ah, uh, you know, this isn't really a warehouse. Is seems it? A, <laughs> seems a little bit uninspired somehow. I mean, I, I, Kevin Hart is um, a strong comedic presence, um, so he is an obvious choice here. He's really hitting the stratosphere. Cranston. Once again, I mean, he's not a heavyweight hitter in the Holly. Like, he's never really done anything of note in Hollywood. Like, he's what was the last thing? So many movies and Godzilla. most of them suck. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but he, he seems to be a fan favorite. Like, no one ever says, most "Oh, I hate Brian Cranston." Most definitely, he mm. just hasn't had that sort of transcending role. I think this car, you know what, this thing just, I'd rather just go watch the other one. Why are we talking about this movie yeah. so much? <laughs> I'd rather go watch the other one. That's, yeah. my, that's my final take. Yeah. <laughs> Fair call. Um, well, let's move on to The Mule, which is the new Clint Eastwood film. Um, has he even bothered trying to say that this is his last one? I don't I'm, think he'll, he'll make another seven. He'll die on set, that man. Yeah. Because um, every, like, every time I turn around, it's, oh, this is my last film. This is my last film. This is the last time I'll act in a film. All right, bud. <laughs> Whatever you say. Cool scene in this. That sort of, um, how would you say, sort of, context, uh, sort of the way it's structured mm. around this one main scene looks very cool. Uh, I you mean guess the opening scene? The 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 well the the scene well it seems to be like a scene played out and then a lot of it was just sort of cutting around different bits of the movie. The main scene is. Um, uh, Clint Eastwood's opening his boots, the opening up his boot for the cops. Um, they come to look in, and he's obviously carrying some drugs and trying to um, play around it, play around that he doesn't have any. Um, We've all been there. Oh, so yeah, many it's times. Relatable, yeah. Uh, it's tough. <laughs> Feel for you, Clint. <laughs> so that I, I, I'm liking the concept here. Hopefully, it's good execution. I find Clint Eastwood can be very hit and miss. Mm-hmm. Like ridiculously hit and miss. Yeah, it's like really good or really bad. Yeah, or just like ridiculously average. In in your opinion, what was his last really good film? Um, I mean, a couple of my favorites of his of Mystic River. Mystic River is great. Um, and uh, 2007 Grand Torino. Mm. I think that's a solid one. Um, yeah, I didn't see that one. Did either of you see Sully? No, and I didn't see that one with Bradley Cooper either. Uh, the, the good American soldier sniper. or whatever. <laughs> American <laughs> sniper. The good soldier. 
Um, yeah, fair call. Cool. He's actually been fairly busy, to be fair. Yeah? Yeah, he hasn't really slowed down. Yelling at chairs with invisible Barack Obamas in them. Pretty much. Shit. <laughs> Have you seen that shit? No, what is it? Look at it. I, there's just a thing. He was at like a Republican conference or something, and he was God. pretending Barack Obama was in a chair, and he just looks the, like the most senile man in existence. Oh, He's, like, <laughs> <laughs> so weird. He's really channeling that whole um, Gran Torino old guy, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Uh, I can't believe this wasn't higher on the list. Daredevil Season 3. Um, coming off the back of just finishing Iron, uh, I was about to say Iron Man, um, <laughs> Iron Fist Season 2, I could not be more excited for this. They, when I said that um, they've been let down by some lackluster marketing, um, they have fucking turned it up for this. Everything I have seen promoting um, Daredevil has been top-notch, and Very this cool. trailer is absolutely no exception. Yeah, this really brings it together. Last week or the week before, we were talking about the the one the, in front of the fireplace. Yep. Um, Fisk putting on the suit. Yeah. I'm loving that Fisk is back. I'm loving the concept of, like, I am the daredevil. You know, he's tossed away normal existence. And he's mm. going hell for leather for this mantle. You know, he's becoming this 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 character. And uh, Bullseye's finally showed up to play. From the looks of things, as evil daredevil, mm. which is cool. I really like. Oh, is that bullseye? Definitely the way he's just throwing shit around. Okay, um, right, right, right. Definitely love it. And Colin um, Farrell, hopefully coming back. Hopefully, yeah. 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 <laughs> Amazing um, performance. I, I, um, I really like. There's something very unsettling about the like the bad daredevil. Like he looks so similar to the original, but he's, he's got those black eyes. And yeah, just the clean shaven face. Yeah, he looks so really scary. creepy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Very well done. Very well done. I'm pumped. Uh, hopefully, this is coming out soon. Right, next month or so. I'm, I've, yeah. I've heard it's coming out in the next couple of weeks. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Just kind of From a reliable it. source. <laughs> yeah. um, can I just, like, there, there was one thing that really got me. It was just the, the operatic screaming around uh, when um, Fisk kind of comes on the screen. It's so fucking effective. I, mm. I, I've watched that trailer several times and it just, it gives me chills every time. Mm. Yeah. Very excited for that. Um, all right. Let's move on because we've still got more trailers to go. Let's punch through these. Good omens. This looks great. Looks fun, man. Uh, yeah. So it's Martin Sheen and David Tennant. David Tennant. As an angel and a demon. Looks trying fun. Trying to avert the apocalypse. Yeah, I love this concept. Mm. I think it's yeah. so great. Martin Sheen looks so funny. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love the, the throwbacks in history when they, when they run into each other. I think that, like, just from what I've seen in the trailer, that looks hilarious. I'd love to see that played out. Yep. British humor looks great. <laughs> you know, this is very fitting. Yeah. I'm, I'm pumped. I'm pumped. It's a Neil Gaiman novel. Um, oh, adaptations okay. of his stuff are usually pretty interesting. American yep. Gods. Um, I still haven't seen that. Don't bother. The really? second season. No, no just, I just watched the first season. No, I know, but the second season is falling apart. And I swear to God, if you watch this first season, you'll fall in love. And I'll then leave it. You will feel the pain. I no, know, you I will actually be able I'll feel, to. I'll feel amazing. <laughs> but all the news rolling about it the second season, just losing showrunner after showrunner and, and people not sure if they're going to. It's fucking. Yeah, it's so is it, it's so it, good. Has that, that been released yet? Or is it not just released? No, production, just in production is, yeah. is in hell. Yeah. Mm, that's unfortunate. Very. Um, Ryan yeah. Fuller just can't stick to one show, man. He's so good. But he, he just keeps leaving him. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's move on to the final one, which I'll be honest, I have. Genuinely zero interest in. Uh, this is Deadly Class. Which one's this one again? This is the one with, um, uh, not Donnie Yen. Um, 
that's terrible. Benedict Wong. Benedict Wong. Yeah, I get them confused all the time. One of them weighs twice the other. I was going to say they look nothing, nothing alike. That's terrible. Except they're from the same continent. (laughs) America. Um, (sighs) This uh, I I can't remember like white actors' names either. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's fine. It's all good. (laughs) This was a trailer. It's based on a comic this show i don't know if it's it looks like it's based on a manga just knowing nothing Fresh about the actual be. thing but um it's produced by the russo brothers i think is the most interesting element here um because uh i don't know if you've heard of them they directed um avengers infinity war the russo the russo bros yeah oh yeah no, i don't know <laughs> yeah. i know the strauss brothers though um so yeah i know this trailer wasn't particularly interesting but um the i've always I will always keep an eye on what, what's coming out of the, the Russo Brothers yeah. production. Yeah, for some reason, this one doesn't really um, stick with me. I <laughs> can't remember it at all. Because you, you were talking to your wife oh, that's at right. the time. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I wasn't watching it, <laughs> no. so I don't remember yeah. it. That might, that might uh, <laughs> yeah. affect that. Mm. Yeah. Well, there we are. That's it. Ten trailers, ten new stories. Crazy. Or six new stories. <laughs> and... <laughs> We're going to skip question of the week, these guys. There's a very, very special review of Venom up right about now, so don't forget to go listen to that. It'll be a fun There's one. spoilers in there as well. Oh. Can you believe a two-for-one deal? <laughs> anyway, we'll be back next week. Is there, is there a movie coming up next week? This Possibly. week? And we, we might be back for a review <laughs> next week. You could say. If tune only there in, was some way to find out. I mean, tune in <laughs> to find out whatever happens. Yeah. I don't know. It's a surprise. All right. That was fun. We'll be back next week. Was Connor. Bye. Benny's. Bye.